sets your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you from the Cigar Cave in the hills of the Steel City, get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community, by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in the cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or contacting us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? What's going on? How's How's it going, buddy? How's your week? I, I feel like I just lost it. Like, it just disappeared. It was so fast. I was thinking about it on the way over here. I'm like, I don't even know what I did this week. Smoked it away? Pretty much. I mean, it, it, it was gone quick. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, you know, it's funny. Every single week, I'm not prepared for that question. Right. Like, I, I, I want to say, oh, not much. And then I go, oh, yeah, I did do a thing. Yeah. And then I did a different so thing. So what was the thing you did? Uh, I did spring cleaning. Uh, we so, are in the process as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, did the basement, did the the bathroom, the shower, all that happy stuff. Did some nice walks with the family, got the dog to the park, enjoy nice. the weather. Yeah. Not much this weekend. I don't think we're going to enjoy it very much, but, no. uh, you know. Now, the weather turned just like, hey, here's winter again. Enjoy. I don't know if it's quite winter, but I mean, you know, spring, you get you It's get supposed to rain. snow this weekend. Well, it's supposed to. Uh. No, how just, how often is so the weatherman right? No, never. God. Right. So yeah. I, I don't put a lot of stock in it. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be 70. No, but, but uh, you know, we'll live. I can do I can do one more weekend indoors. Be all right. Oh, I, I uncovered the pond. Oh, yeah. Just in time for the snow? Took, <laughs> well, it's not covered for the, the snow. It's covered for the leaves for the fall. So ah. I have a net that covers everything up. And uh, I went up and cleaned all the excess leaves that are still hanging about because I don't do that in the fall. I don't rake. I don't blow. I don't do anything. I just leave them go. You don't? Well, not the leaves. Okay. Uh, just checking. I want to make sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. You know, it's it's always nice to roll back the net and um, take a take a gander at everybody and see that they're still still going. Still kicking. My, my wife says it's, it's amazing. I've known many a people that could not keep a goldfish alive in a bowl like in an aquarium indoors in a temperature controlled environment but every year they make it through the winter i lost i lost one koi oh, um, that sucks. but i mean it's winter time that happens stuff gets jammed up whatever but uh i mean i still got probably 35 or something like that in there plus god knows how many goldfish my wife's grandmother used to own a pet shop in brentwood and she had all kinds of fish, all that. She had a really cool pond at their house. So once they closed down the pet shop, she just threw all the extra goldfish in there. Mm-hmm. Well, like half of them ended up being koi, like grew oh, yeah. into like monster fish. Well, I mean, goldfish can get pretty, pretty yeah. massive. Yeah. Just for whatever reason, she was explaining the differences to me. I mean, the woman owned a pet shop for years and years and specialized in fish, I believe. So koi, when she starts I, talking about fish, I get lost though, because I don't care. <laughs> as like, far I, as I know, they're just like Japanese carp. Yeah, I, I know I like delicious fish, but that's about as far as my fish caring goes. I was never into fish. Uh, I didn't do the pond for fish, believe it or not. Um, I dug it to keep my snapping turtle in. Oh, and, really? Uh, I put fish in there to give them something to eat, and I filled it up to give them better odds. And um, eventually I went through several iterations. The first one was just a hole in the backyard. with We had a, one of them cheap Walmart Intex swimming pools. Yeah. We stopped using it. 
And so when we went to take it down, I just dug a hole and laid the liner around it and <laughs> threw dirt around the edges and put a pump in it. And that was the whole thing. It was just a hole in the ground. It was a mud hole. It was perfect. It was, you know, perfect for a turtle. Yeah. Um, but uh, the thing about turtles is they'll keep leaving. They just have no interest in sticking around because they're always looking for a bigger body of water. Oh. And uh, there's nothing you could do about it. I mean, nothing that I could do about it that I considered to be reasonable. So I went through actually a couple, I think three snapping turtles because I kept we kept finding babies. Oh. And just bring them home. Bring them home. And uh, we went through three of them, and they all just kept getting away. And But my kids really liked what we call critter, and we catch frogs, tadpoles, salamanders yeah. and stuff, bring them home, stick them in the pond, minnows, whatever. So then it became like, a, okay, well, I can get – uh, goldfish for 16 cents each yeah. at the store, like the feeder ones. So I'd get 10 bucks worth, which is 160 goldfish. And <laughs> 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 just fill it up. But it was cool. And like they had a couple of baby goldfish or uh, baby koi there. And, and it was like four bucks. So four, six, something like that. So I got a couple of them. Yeah, so you're 20 bucks all in on your fish. Well, then uh, I think it was the beginning of last year or the year before uh, I bumped into a guy on Craigslist that was like had a spawn and he had way too many because he had two different oh. ponds and he was like selling them for a couple of dollars each. Like I think I, I think I paid like a dollar fifty per. And so I think I ended up giving the dude like I don't even remember, but I came home with 40, 40 koi oh, and God. just put them all in at once. And they were they were, you know, little two guys. inches long at the time. But now they're all like four to six inches long. Wow. And they'll get up to like 36. So it's pretty crazy. But that's, that's enough yeah. of my uh, fishy talk. No, should, I, we, should we light a cigar before yeah, we, we? I mean, we could continue our conversation. Yeah, I'll say I'll, I, I got questions actually about the fish just because I find it intriguing with the process, but not the fish themselves. There you go. Okay. That that makes sense because yeah. you just said five oh, no, seconds I, ago, you're like, I don't care about fish. And you're like, I got questions. This is intriguing. I'm like, well, you're full of shit somewhere. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like fish, but yeah. Anyways, let's do the cigar. All right. Well, I imagine we could do that. It's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Leaning House Fine Cigars. The Leaning House is your destination for the ultimate cigar smoking experience. Whether you're exploring their wide selection of premium cigars, unwinding in their comfortable lounge, or enjoying live music on one of the most unique and intimate live music venues in the Berg, the house has something for everyone. Do you want to try the stick we're smoking today? Stop by LeaningHouseFineCigars.com or visit Dave in Bell Vernon or Heidi in Brownsville. Wherever you are, make the house your home for premium cigars. All right, Sam, why don't you go ahead and tell the junkies out there in the interwebs what we're smoking today. We are going to be smoking the LCA Cuban Daiquiri. It's a 6x54 Toro. Uh, the wrapper is unknown. The binder is unknown. And the filler is, if I told you, I'd have to kill you, apparently. Uh, released in March 2022, the Cuban Daiquiri Cigar is one of the LCA's most elusive offerings. It's a 6x54 Vitola rolled in Costa Rica, but the components and manufacturer remain a close secret. Brian Desind, founder of Pravada Cigar Club, did disclose, however, that the Cuban daiquiri was extremely difficult to source, has a wild backstory, and will likely never be produced in this exact blend ever again. Interesting. What do you think? Smelling it, sniffing it, Yeah, it. I do a cold draw on it, and um, it's spicy on the cold draw. I'm not getting... Uh habanero peppers no or anything so i don't think anybody's trying to prank me this time no nothing like that huh no hmm. it's it's a very distinctive cold draw though i like it it's nice yeah you'll get the once you get it lit you're you're gonna experience some some fun 
There's nothing sweet about it for mm-hmm. like a daiquiri. I don't, I don't know what a, if a Cuban daiquiri m- might vary from what I know a daiquiri to be. So I'm going to give them leeway and not call false advertising yet. But the, again, the cold draw is not giving me any indication of sweet fruit or anything. So I was looking up daiquiri stuff because of this. And apparently a proper Cuban daiquiri is white rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. That's it. Two ounces of white rum, three quarters of an ounce of uh, lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. So you get the sweet and you get the the bite to kind of almost like a. I I would. I mean, if I was going to call that something, I'd call it Cuban lemonade. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. mean, Or or limeade. Well, I was. I I mean, yeah, that that would be the nail on the head. I guess I was just trying to refer to something that I'm accustomed to, and I know limeade is a thing, but I don't know that I've ever had it. And if I had, it's always been, I think Sonic drive throughs do them. I probably had a cherry oh, yeah. limeade once, and I doubt that tastes much like limeade. Yeah, no, I, I can't see that being the case. Ugh. But we are going to be drinking strawberry daiquiris, it looks like, right? That's accurate. So we're going to be drinking I mean, that's what I'm calling it. strawberry I, daiquiris to go along? That's, I made it. It's a thing. Uh, I'm calling it that because it was supposed to be. Uh, it's basically just pre-mixed strawberry uh crap from the liquor store with blended up ice and rum it does the trick i'm not a big slushy guy so i think the only slushy drink that i like at all is pina coladas usually i think it's actually pretty tasty yeah i was gonna say i like it but i don't really like the texture of slushies so it didn't really stand That's how i feel about coconut ah see but you like pina coladas yeah, yeah, because I like the flavor, but a coconut doesn't, or, or a pina colada does not have a coconut texture. It depends on how it's done. <laughs> not the way I've ever had it. It's just the texture is like this, or maybe smoother. This is homemade. You gotta. Oh yeah, no, I give it a little bit of a. Yeah, I mean, you get the pulp from leeway. the coconut when you get it done. Use some cocoa Lopez. That stuff is fantastic. Uh, so, anyways, the fish. What is the acclimation period for something like that? That's the stuff I'm curious about. Like. You're taking it from his pond to your pond. I know that you can't just, like, bring them home, carrying them by hand, and throw them in one by one. That's got to not work well. No. Um, So there's a process, and I follow it to a degree, um, but I don't really stick to it as hard as they probably recommend you to. Like, I think the idea is you bring them in a bag, right? And then, essentially, you take the bag and you place it and the water they're going to be transferred to. So you allow the temperatures to equalize so that the fish gradually... The, the idea is you don't want to temperature shock them. Okay. Right? If if the bag water is warmer or colder than where they're going into, you know, they could go into sh- some sort of shock or something. It's bad news for them. And the other idea is that once you give the, the temperature a little bit to settle out, you kind of do the same thing with the water. So you open the bag a little bit, let a little bit of the pond water in, or an aquarium water, whatever it happens to be, and let them adjust to whatever the chemical differences are between the environment that they're in and where they're going so that it's not, you know, like a crazy instantaneous all-at-once experience. Gotcha. But you don't want any of their water getting back into the pond right off the bat, right? Isn't that something that's like, because you're worried about diseases from their pond coming over or any of that? Or is that the side of things you're just not not getting into? It was not something that I focused on. However... The guy that I got, the, the the one time that I got koi from a person outside of a, a store, 
this guy essentially had like a, a kiddie pool set up because he had to separate the small fish oh. from the big fish. I imagine so they won't get eaten. Um, and to help him be able to easily give them to people. But he had so many of them that he had to set up like a pretty big kiddie pond with, uh, you know, uh, aeration and stuff to temporarily keep him in. So I, I don't, I would imagine that that water was not directly from his pond. It was pretty clear. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. So it's just a staging area. The so biggest, the biggest trouble I've ever had with is really algae. And, uh, surprisingly the, the thing that, that I never would have expected to be the cure is salt. Hmm. Right. So, you know, natural occurring, bodies of water like a pond you wouldn't think of as needing salt because it's not salt water fish but there's a, a natural amount of salt that occurs in nature uh in the water and i think that's what natural means but yeah go ahead yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, I'm, I'm stuttering my way through it damn it I'm trying i got to give you an explanation but yeah like i tried all kinds of different stuff and chemicals and things that, that you're supposed to add in and it was like underwater grass it was crazy yeah. green and um it was getting out of control, and yeah, I added some salt in there, checked my salinity levels, made sure they were good with a refractometer, and uh, once I hit that, it, it stayed in control pretty good. Not one of those crazy guys that dyes it blue so that he can look pretty from his window? I didn't say that. Oh, no. Do you dye yours blue? I didn't say that either. No, I'm asking you. I've never dyed it anyway. Okay. I'm like, don't die. Don't. I mean, if... If it's your pond, it's your property, you do what you want to do. I just can't see that. It's not a bad idea for the next 4th of July, though. But it doesn't look natural. No, I mean, I, like it's again, a natural I, fixture. I never even considered dyeing the water. Now, I do have lights inside. Yeah. And so, like, that's I've, natural. I've, <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to have, like, the color-changing LED lights, you know. Oh, cool. So that you could do have it look like aqua orange or uh, orange freaking that aqua teal blue. yeah like gulf of mexico color or whatever you know nice um but those lights never lasted because they were always kind of the cheap ones with the chinese remote yeah. and so the ones i have in there now are just nice leds i have to, i have to hook them back up for this year but leave them off for the winter cool um so we talked a little bit before the show you're not really all that familiar with the lca and what they are and why they are and all that jazz. I've seen the advertisements for the the releases, right? Um, a la Dave uh, on Facebook, um, letting us know when they come to the house because he is, of course, um, one of the brick and mortar retailers that gets access to them. But uh, in terms of what the organization is or you know the sub label of that company, I, I don't know much of anything about it. I, to put it bluntly, it's a PR stunt. It's to keep the brick and mortars happy, and it's also to keep the brick and mortars open. So Pravada knows what they do. They're mail-order cigars. It's a subscription. You subscribe. They send you your monthly cigars. Allah, it takes away from your brick and mortars. You so copied my Allah. I, I totally went for Allah on that I'll praise Allah. I, I'm gonna, you know I'm going to have Mike is going to be sending me Facebook messages. Make a button for Make Allah. Make a button for Allah. <laughs> Oh, another shrubbery. But no, so what they do is, you know, each month they release uh, a cigar of the month from the LCA. It's sometimes you don't really know what it is like this. And other times you can look at the stick and you know exactly whose it is. Now they're all rebanded for LCA. And then they have a... Okay, so they're not made by the same manufacturer every time. No, it changes all the time. Okay. 
different uh, different factories and stuff. That's good to know. Yeah, different different factories, different companies. I mean, I know that Rojas did one. Um, drawing a blank on a bunch of these other ones. That's okay. Um, I but, get the general idea. Yeah, and then they have an anniversary. They have an annual as well that comes out. That's cool. And you know, you could call it a um, a stunt. You know, publicity yeah. stunt, press stunt, but but it's like, good thing. It, it is. It's good for the industry. It is. Listen, we're never going to shame anybody for buying cigars online. We certainly understand that not everybody has access to brick and mortars. You might not have access to all the cigars you'd like to try, or you might just not be able to afford to support your hobby by one hundred percent going to a retail store. So I'm not going to sit out here and judge anybody that that buys online, but. Make sure you're throwing some love to your local brick and mortars uh, so that you keep them open, so that you have a place to go hang out and have uh, some cool conversations, meet some neat people, and uh, get the that experience, which is kind of what we're trying to bring uh, to people that don't have access to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I was speaking of online buying and brick and mortar conversations. So on Valentine's Day, we went to Dave's lean, uh, the Lean House party, and... We did. We hung out with Dave and Patty. Might have necked a little bit. And we commented on uh, the fact that I had never had a Gurkha. And so Ringo called me out and hooked me up with a Gurkha and said it was the only good one. Do you remember which one it was? Uh, this is not a definite, but there's there's one that comes to my head, so I'm going to say it. Yep. probably be wrong. Royal Challenge. That's not the one that he gave me, nor was that the one he said was the one good one. He actually went for the Yakuza. Ah. And then we mentioned it again. You called me out when I said something about Gurkha, and you said, oh, you have had one. And I said, no. And said, then you, you broke, broke her cherry. You reminded me. Mm-hmm. So as, as your cigar that, he hooked us up with a five-pack of the Gurkha Yakuza's. Ah. Uh, they came sponsorships really paying off. I know. This is Ringo. So well, I guess we're going to have to figure out how to exactly sponsor him. Well, I mean, we talk about Ringo every episode, so I kind of feel like That's we true. are a sponsor for I mean, Ringo. Much I wasn't point. confusing my names. <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. I just feel like I feel like we're Ringo's official partner. 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 I like that. That's a good combination. Yeah, because they're he's, he's, we're sponsors and partners. Partnership. <laughs> <laughs> we're coining it right, right. now. That, I'm that's using it. it again. Mike's gonna be like, "Hey, you should have a Spartner button." <laughs> That sounds dirty. Hmm. Say it again. You should have a Spartner button. See? Ooh, that, that can get sassier, too. Mm. Let me get in the mic a little bit more and see if I can get it even sassier than that. I, I doubt it, though. You should have a Spartner button. Nah, it was too much, then. It's too much. Want to be my Spartner? That was good. That was better than a cricket. You're not, a, not cricket, a cricket, bro. bro. You're not. I'm uh. telling you. <laughs> So yeah, I, I wasn't trying to badmouth LCA or Pravada for the when I called it a publicity stunt. You sounded like you were. I mean, you sounded like you were throwing shade, no. dragging them through the mud. No, I would never throw a shade leaf. I like shade leaves. Um, no, they. I, I like what they do. I I like the cigars. I haven't had all of last year's offerings. I've had all of this year's. Uh, the odd job was was good. That was my favorite character. We're going back to Golden. Oh, dude, yes, because he's cheap. it was it was built in cheating. Oh yeah. Yeah, whoever. But I mean, he was also the character that most accurately represented my physicality. <laughs> bald, short. I wasn't bald at the time, but he had a hat, so you didn't know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, he was he was little. Yeah. I I I, uh, I associated. Yeah. Oh, one cool thing that LCA did do is 
uh, they called Dave and said, hey, you know, who's your tobacconist? So they sent us each a pack of cards for all the cigars from last year. So basically like playing oh, cards. Dope. Yeah, and it's got the picture of the cigar, description of it, all that fun jazz. So like I have a pack of, I think it's 14 cards from last year. Uh, Sounds way more affordable than like trying to keep up with the Opus X $5,000 collectible boxes. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to get into the forbidden box. They're pretty. It is so they're very pretty. It's really good looking. I saw the one at Smoke, and I just stood there and oogled it. Yeah. Here's the thing. My OCA, the biggest problem is I don't I don't really smoke Opus, mm. only because it's a it's a price point. So that was a conversation topic I brought up, right? Yeah. That was, what's a cigar that uh, the price point has kept you from trying it or smoking them very often? You know, it's like a cigar that you're interested in gets a lot of hype, but you just can't you can't bring yourself to to cross that threshold when you know that there's good stuff out there for much less and opus is one of those for me particularly because it's always like oh you've got to hold on to it for two years before you smoke it i think that's bs right but if i had that humidor i would feel very uncomfortable with putting anything but an opus in it (laughs) because of my ocd right right and so like then they'd have me i'd like have to have opus but then you have a place to age them i suppose too yeah damn it's so pretty yeah, dude, oh, if you haven't seen one, stop into Smoking Bridgeville if you're local. If not, Google it. But if you can take a trip down there and actually go look at it in person, it's way more fun that way. I can't tell you for sure if it's real cedar, but I know it gave me wood. But um, I thought you had a button for that. Uh, sometimes I just like to let you sit in it. Okay, just 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 let me stew in it. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I could reach for it, but then I'll end up slamming the microphone or banging the table, mm-hmm. and then you know you have some poor schlub out there like Earl driving down to Florida, and all of a sudden his <laughs> windows are just gone. <laughs> yeah, that's not a fun day. Um. Oh, so we did the bourbon smoking last week. Uh I hope you didn't inhale. No, no. Well, you drown. I did not inhale. How'd it go? No, it was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I feel like he has to come up every single episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 I all I ask is, is Mike, during this week, take some time, uh, get, get into some media, watch YouTube, watch some other movies, whatever it is. We all love Monty Python and the Holy Grail. But for Christ's sakes, there's got to be another arrow in your quiver other than the goddamn shrubbery i'll take the knight's knee i'll take he's he isn't <laughs> got flesh wound. Over. Uh, uh, yeah give me give me some black knight. give me something man right. but, <laughs> shrubberies are dope but i mean yeah but he got a shrubbery it, it's passionate to him like he do you do you remember uh uh night at the roxbury that was like uh, my favorite movie when i was a kid <laughs> bang my head Absolutely. sideways all the time so this is a part at the end where they're playing the song that plays through the whole movie. Yep. The, what is love? Mm-hmm. And he goes, this is my favorite song. I'm kind of getting sick of it. That's me and the shrubbery. No more. Sorry. I won't hurt you. I my, won't hurt you, Sam. My brother and I used to uh, think it was the funniest gag in the world. Is we, would, you know, People would ask us, are you guys brothers? And we would no. both go, no. Yes. Man, it works every, every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> we used to think it was the funniest yeah. thing in the world. And looking back, actually, you know what? I think we I, I think we were right on that one. That was pretty funny. Who, me, him? Him, him me, he, me, 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 who, him, him? Yo, oh. I love that movie. Oh, who was Emilio? And I was like, <laughs> Emilio! And he was like, Emilio! You know who that was? 
Emilio Estevez. The Mighty Ducks man himself, <laughs> I swear to God. Dude, that that movie was definitely a childhood, one of the top ones for me. Michael, it's your homework is to watch Night, Night at the, the Roxbury. Roxbury. Multiple times, though. Mm-hmm. You got to get up to our reference level <laughs> on that one. Until you're sick of it. And then two more times. Yep. Anyways, so smoking event. So it ended up being great. Yeah. Uh, the device that he had for smoking the bourbons and I think there was some, well, I know there was some rise because I brought rise. Uh, worked fantastic. So I'm curious about this apparatus because I've never uh, seen one. Yeah. Never been around one. Is it have wood? Are you smoking wood? So picture like a, a small round wooden cutting board mm-hmm. that has a, a notch all the way around in it, like, you know, the blood groove. And then a fishbowl type thing with a handle on top that goes over top of that. Just like hit it with a torch? No, well, there I've seen those before, and that's <laughs> kind of what I was expecting when we started this. His actually has a, a hole ported through the, the wood of it, and there's a... Don't. Okay. I, dude, the wood comments? Just, that's not where it's okay. going, bro. Okay. You're going to give it wood? No, it just sounds like the the stuff I used to make a, a oh, bowl out but, of when dude, I was a kid. You know what I mean? Spot on, right? Yeah. So it has that little I mean, 90 nothing. in it, and then there's a hose that goes over to this fancy little gun. That's a yo. This is his sounds yeah. legit, dude. It's it's amazing, and there's a little screen in it, just like your uh, apparatus of date from days of old. And you put a little bit of wood on the screen, you hit it with a torch, you pull a button. It's got a fan that pulls that smoke down through, sends it into the glass, uh, and you leave your glass of bourbon in there. And then you let it sit for about two or three minutes, and it, it's amazing how much oils get on the glass. And at first, it's a little overbearing, like the smoke from it. When you this. Probably wouldn't have been bad with a rocks glass, but I was using a Glen Karen. Mm. So yeah, it, it, it. it was a little bit too much. Concentrated. Yeah, it, it got to be a little too much. But Dave actually did uh, the blue unicorn uh, the tequila. Blue-corn. The blue unicorn tequila. And uh, he said it was good. It changed the flavor a little bit, but it made it taste like tequila. So it, it changed it from being that just super clean essence that it was into tequila. Speaking of which, I, I don't gather that you've got the same sweet tooth that I do or the affiliation for this beverage. However, when we kind of made the decision to do this pairing, the daiquiri, daiquiri, mm-hmm. the double daiquiri. Ooh. Oh, oh, maybe that's the what you do D. next year. Pravada Club, if you're listening, next year you do a double Maduro and you call it the double daiquiri. No, do this, anyway. Do the same blend again. I'm really enjoying yeah, fair the enough, stick. Fair enough. I don't know. Sell them in two packs. No, there you go. The yeah. Double daiquiri. We will make it happen. So double down daiquiri. Well, you know, put 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 one of those uh, British buses on the band. Nice double bus. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was concerned that the daiquiri would be an overwhelming choice because I hadn't smoked a cigar. I didn't know yeah. how much flavor it has. And in fairness, you did tell me that it had enough punch. Oh yeah. That it should be okay. This is a great pairing. Mm-hmm. I think this might be my most enjoyable pairing that we've had on the show so far. Like this, this cigar really does hit me in the right spot. And, uh, you know, in terms of a stick that I've smoked on this show and never had before, this might be up there with one of my favorites and it could be because of the pairing, wow. uh, but man, it's nice. Yeah. This, so this is the third one of these I've had and this is the best one I've had out of them. All the others, they were good, but they didn't have that. There's like a spice on it. And I got I that on the cold draw. I think it's from the daiquiri. I think okay. I'm getting that because of the daiquiri, and I didn't get it before because I was on whiskey. 
next time you have one, try, you know, really focus on the cold draw for like a minute, minute and a half, two minutes before you light up. Yeah. And see if it might be present then. Because I, I was getting hit with some definite spice. Hmm. And it, it's good. It wasn't like necessarily a peppery spice, but, um, you know, almost kind of like a, a, an all spice kind of thing with some sweet uh spice to it right like not quite a cinnamon or a nutmeg or something like that but something that's less aggressive than a pepper when people say spice i think your mind automatically goes yeah, to a no, pepper and that's it's not, not it. That at all it's it just got like a little bit of that tingle that you would associate with a strong spice even like a cinnamon you know what i mean yeah no i would i, would, I was actually thinking cinnamon nutmeg like that essence of spice but it doesn't taste like either of those it's not that's not the implication i like i don't even like ground coffee like if you, did you ever you ever eat espresso beans? Yeah, oh yeah. You kind of get that like spicy feel down the side of your tongue. That's you, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's like a like a dry rub. You ever have like a yeah. sweet spicy dry oh, yeah. rub on uh, something that you put in the smoker? You, maybe you get a little bit on your finger and you try it. It's that black black pepper and uh, again and brown I, sugar combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the two pairing together like, with uh, some salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like. Uh, even a very subtle cayenne with a brown sugar and maybe like a paprika or something like that. Like where it's not an overwhelmingly pepper spice, but yeah. there's like a hint of it with the sweetness at the same time. And there's definitely a saltiness to this. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like big Well, time. I mean, you know, that's a dry rub. Yeah. And that's why I, that's exactly where I was going is, I mean, I think you nailed it with the dry rub. I mean, really just any, any off the shelf, you know, beef rub or, whatever i think you're gonna get some of that kind of sensation and listen i love a dry rub as much as the next guy but i will say public service announcement do it too much you're gonna injure yourself throw some lube in once in a while yeah i mean abrasions are bad yeah you don't want no rug burn no you know what i mean why are you using a rug i'm not using a rug but if it's dry it's the type of i feel like it's not pc but i'm gonna bring it up anyways you remember when people used to grab your arm and twist like that and give you that indian it's burn, indian burn yeah. yeah oh my and, and god and listen i do not care for pc yeah i, I don't I, care I, I try to limit the language to some degree yeah, um, I think it's better mostly because of the fact that what really kind of hit me was the hey man like somebody is out there enjoying this show i don't want them to feel like they have to shut it off because their kids in the car like most of the stuff we say is going to go over their head um but hey, i'm trying but not to be just straight in your face obscene yeah. no and I've, I've actually a couple of the episodes <laughs> You you actually had to tell me after the fact the other day you realized that you're I'm one of those people that you need to explain when I'm on speaker and your kids in the oh yeah, yeah. no and I should have known a really nice I mean, conversation though but I mean it I mean it's, it's not on you I hate when people do that like my kids are in the car well maybe allude to that let me know now you know yeah you, say it up front you slipped up and I was like oh hey just FYI speakerphone kids are in the car and he goes okay. Sorry, Uncle Corey. Sorry, <laughs> and that's it. I mean, that that's that's all it needs to be. He was like, "Who's this?" Yeah, and then my kids are like, "Uh, who is?" He? Oh no, it was just my son. That's right. Yeah, it was just your son. We're coming back and from he's ninja like, class. Who's Corey? And I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm basically like a your size adult with no hair." <laughs> that's <laughs> we're right. On, we're on the same level for yeah. maturity, I'm sure. His his response was, "Well, I'm four, so <laughs> no." I'm like, "Okay, perfect, kid." But. So, oh, crap. I had something else I was going to say. Yeah, but so the, the bourbon smoking and all that, I would say the Rebel Rebel bourbon okay. took the, whisk, the smoke really well, and it was the best 
balance of it. Like it's not the best okay. bourbon yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, table. Sure, yeah. But with the smoke, I thought that was really good. And we were only using apple and cherry wood to smoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the rise, I stuck with apple. But for the most part, I was telling people to go cherry. You got to go crazy with something. Like get get a mild uh, bourbon. Yeah. And try like a mesquite wood in there and just see what happens. It, even the apple and the cherry. Overwhelming. In that, in that thing. In two minutes, it's, it's yeah, a lot. But then it becomes, you know, like Sam's challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. We uh, Ringo can do it. Why can't you? Yeah, Ringo, you owe us a dollar. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Let, let's just ching. That, that's every the time. button I need the ching. ching. And just every time we bring up <laughs> him, I, I'm not going to overcharge you here. Uh, every time we bring up, oh, him. I, I, I thought we were stopping giving away the milk for free. <laughs> <laughs> a certain guy we know with a Beatles haircut. Yeah, I don't know why he did what he did there. Anyways. So and anyways, indeed. the daiquiri is good. It's what, daiquiricious. What rum did you use? Uh, Bacardi. Bacardi? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's honestly what I expected you to end up with. Yeah, you're going for, you know, something that's just going to be a clean, yeah. clean ad. I'm not going spiced rum. or Now, pina colada or something, I might have yeah. might have considered crossing the threshold and going going spiced. Yeah, just absolutely. Just for a little bit of something. Mm. Yeah, I brought uh, I brought two bottles with me just because something different. I brought LeBlanc rum and Zaya rum. Zaya, I'm very experienced with. And LeBlanc, I haven't had in a while. I, I like Zaya. I just think Zafra's better. I think we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before, but did, have you had the Zafra? I can't remember if you did. I had it here. You, did you? Yeah, you gave me a little bit here one day. Okay. I thought, it, I thought you did. Maybe. I know we went to the El Dorado. That's right. I wasn't right. sure if we did the Zafra. No, no you're right. It was that. If I, I have it, if I have it, I'll definitely give you a little pour today because it's, it's it is. I'm sure you'll recollect when I say this, pure vanilla extract. Yes. In your face, hard. Okay, I feel like I did t- try it then. Well, the Eldorado has that, but it's like, I, I describe the Eldorado as the Lagavulin of, like, so Lagavulin is like a 50% um, peated scotch, I think. It's a little more subdued, and I think that the Eldorado kind of has that characteristic. Like, it's a little bit more balanced. It's not so much in your face. You still get that vanilla extract, but it isn't like, bam. It's not just slamming at you with a whole bunch, a whole ton of sugar cane. Correct. No, cool. Nice. Um, anything else good going on that you know of? In terms of what like, exactly? Well, like you. Oh, Things uh, you got going on. You got anything coming up? Anything special for you? Going to, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my uh, my buddy Trevor, who probably won't be listening. I know he listened to episode one, probably two. He's not a cigar guy. Yeah, so um, it's tough. But uh, he's getting married tomorrow, so me and the wife are going to go down and uh, hang out at the wedding, and I'm probably going to regret being the driver. But if if I wasn't, then I'd probably regret that too. So, but yeah. open bar, you know. Yeah, what cigar do you end up going? I with? might go. I might go Farva in the beginning. You know what I mean? Bar, yeah, oh, yeah. Hit it hard. <laughs> open then back bar, open dude. Bar. <laughs> so I took a lot of comments, looked up, uh, got, a, got a ton of great suggestions. And what I ended up doing is I went into Smoke in Bridgeville um, and just kind of took a look around. And the biggest problem that I had at this point was like most of the things that I was finding. First of all, it's going to be a small format cigar because right. I can't. It's the guy's wedding day. He wants to smoke a cigar on his wedding day. Cool. But you, at the same you time, don't you don't want to give him an hour and a half commitment. Right. You know, like, see, so I figure it's kinder to give him something small. Yeah. Um, but I, at the same time, 
didn't want to fall into habits and go, oh, let's do the Aladina Rothschild. Like, mm. first of all, that's an aggressive flavor profile. So you either like it or you don't. And if you didn't, I didn't want him to be turned off. Yeah, turned it'd be away. a bad day. So after looking around at the options and grabbing a couple of things that I thought that I was going to buy, right at the end, I spotted the uh, Liga Pravada Dirty Rat. Okay. And it kind of falls in exactly where I want. Um, I mean, it's broadleaf, so it's got a ton of flavor. It's probably got a decent bit of strength to it, too. But it's, again, it's a small format. There's no big commitment. And at the same time, it fell in at like the $16 price range because I didn't want to feel like I was cheaping out. Like now, I, I know that we talk about all the time price association doesn't necessarily mean anything. But if I was going to go for something, I wanted to go for something that I knew was somewhere around the premium, the super premium yeah. category. And I didn't mind paying for it. I just want to make sure it was a good experience. Yeah. So it felt like a, a really appropriate cigar. Yeah, that, I, I couldn't agree more. That's We talked about the price thing a thousand times. We've beat that to death. But it is nice to know that you put in the time and the effort to find the right cigar regardless of price. But yeah, when I'm shopping for something like that, I start at 12 to $15. Like that's my starting point somewhere down there and work my way up. Cause there's so many good cigars, you know, even below that, but you start getting into the really nice stuff at 15 bucks. And for anybody out there judging me, I did get him a wedding present too. This is not it, right? <laughs> this is not like, the only thing. Yeah, so like I'm not going in completely classless, but I guess I could disclose what I got him because he's not going to listen to this certainly until at least after the wedding. Maybe I don't, I'll tell him, hey, you got to get drunk tonight and we post it. You never know what you do. Nah, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> uh, but so I'm looking at the guy's registry. They have two, one on Amazon, one on Target. And they've got either really big families or way better friends than me because 99% of everything was gone and all the good stuff was gone. And oh, it was wow. like coasters and serving dishes. And I'm like, there's no way any of this is for him. <laughs> and apparently there was some cookware that was for him because he is a chef. Oh, okay. So like, you know, I'm not, I'm not gender assigning, but I'm like, this is not like when a guy's like, hey, make a make a wish list of like if people were just buying you stuff <laughs> right. like, hey, give me them coasters and that serving tray is yeah. nice and i could use a gravy boat and a bread maker like i'm looking at this stuff going like this isn't first of all it's not f even if it was for him it does not represent my friendship with him now he was here for the poker game for my birthday and went and observed some of the changes in my man cave room because it had been a while since he had explored and uh, he was really appreciating the Star Wars collection, right? Mm. And, uh, you know, we grew up across the street from each other for 10 years. He was like a year younger than me. But, I mean, you're talking 5 to 15 from me. Right. You know, so when we hung out, like, we were playing with toys, doing kid stuff. Yeah. And so he he really appreciated the fact that I still had, like, all the stuff that we were really interested in, like, all these cool Star Wars toys and stuff. And he said, I really would like to do a room like this in my house now, but I think it would be cooler to go Lego and build the Lego Star Wars sets and display them. Nice. And so I said, that to me is a fun wedding gift yeah. that represents our friendship. So I got him the Lego kit for Luke's X-Wing. Nice. Right. Do you so, think he's going to make her help? Well, I'm, and that was the thing, too, is like. I don't know if she's going to be supportive of it or not, but at the end of the day, it's about my friend to me. So 
we're going to split up. Like I'm going to do, uh, uh, that they were also doing like, um, if everything was taken, do a target or Amazon gift card. So I'm going to do like a $20 Amazon gift card too. So like yeah. put it in the stash and put it in the pile and apply it to whatever you I want for her. This is for you. This is for him. If you build it together, all the better for you. I'm going to put something cheesy yeah. in the card. Like, um, you know, as you start building your future together, you can start with this really cool Lego set. And, you know, that's may, terrible, but it, it's may your perfect. love stay as young as you feel playing with these Legos. You know, then the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so just terrible, cheesy going for it. But no, which again I, represents great. me. Yeah, I got to be genuine. And that's who I am. I've told my wife a thousand times. I would rather people not get me stuff than like just do the call my wife and be like, hey, what's you want? Yeah. I, I hate that. Like, I want you to show me what you think I want or things that like represent us. Like you said, like that represents a conversation you had. You put the thought into it. You put the time into it. Whereas, ah, it's obligatory. I have to get him a gift card. Oh, well, Home Depot. Why? Because he's always working on stuff. Okay. Right. And I appreciate the gift card and I appreciate the gesture. Don't, don't get me wrong. But at the same Better point. Better than like, a tie. Yeah. I would much rather you actually show me like, hey, I know who you are. So I'm, I'm usually pretty good at gifts. I really am. My wife calls me the gift, gift whisperer. And um, I got a feeling, although my gift is going to be way down the totem pole in terms of what I, sp I spend, I bet you it gets the best reaction when he opens it. The biggest, you know what I mean? Him, yeah. Because he's going to be a kid again. Yeah. And that's right. And that's, I, we've talked about it before. I have zero interest in growing up. So why should I encourage anybody else to do it? You know, I don't want to grow up. Be like Corey. I'm a kid. That's right. Oh, we need to like, you see all these people making cool ashtrays. We've got, uh, we've got some neat people that share their stuff in our groups and stuff, yeah. you know, but I get a hold of something like that. Your dad makes some cool wooden ones. Is that, was that the story behind the ones that you're in your office? Yeah. Yeah. My dad uh, has a, CNC a wood CNC machine. Okay, he loves so like, stuff. there's all those different cool ways to do it, but like, I'm waiting for somebody. Maybe it'll be me now that I'm vocalizing it. But like, who's gonna do the Lego ashtray? You know what I mean? Uh, like that you do the flat pieces on top or whatever. Nope, and it's then, been done. Uh, yeah, I did see it. it trying to think of who makes it it's actually like one of the big name ones. Well, you know, have you ever seen like the big Lego figures too? Like my my kids got a Darth Vader Lego alarm clock that has like the alarm clock in his belly, mm -hmm. but he's basically a big posable Lego figure with the hands and stuff. Yeah, like that would be a really cool cigar holder. Just so have like his, his you have Lego him hand. over top of like you know the Death Star trench or something is the ashtray and the big Lego yeah. Darth Vader that can hold the cigar up over top. There's there's some cool potential there. Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel like uh, we've got the right people in our group that listen to us here too. That somebody make it and send it to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or hook it up. Uh, while you're in there playing uh, your thumb games with your phone, uh, maybe you could bring up the name of the the gentleman. That's that exactly what I'm assumed, doing. I assumed as much. Yeah. Uh, it starts with a T. I know that. Okay. Key. How about we do this, Mister? It starts with a T. We're not going to do a full review. Toby Martinez. Ah, you ruined it. I'm doing it. You ruined it. No, I'm doing it. Toby, perhaps if you were to send us one of your fabulous handmade projects, we would be happy to demonstrate it for the group out there. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, 
maybe get a, a few more ashtrays sold. There or, you go. or maybe you just get to look at pictures on Facebook all the time of us using it and going, I can't believe I sent that to them for I free. Really I'm an idiot. That damn thing. Biscuit. Mm-hmm. I, I caught myself there. I, I, I tried to edit it. Like, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> like that. That piston came out of a 1968 GTO. I could have sold that thing for seven hundred dollars. <laughs> what are you talking about? It came out of a Dodge Colt. Even that. I mean, you, you look at the way that uh, automobile right? prices are going up. You never know, dude. That had three lug nuts on it. That thing's worth a fortune. Mm. <laughs> Make me think of Futurama. There's an episode where they go to the uh, abandoned, or not the abandoned, the uninhabited world because it's only robots. So Bender is the only one that can make the delivery. And there are all these conspiracies about why they don't have enough lug nuts and stuff. Apparently, it's a cornerstone of their commodities because or of their, <laughs> their economy because they're robots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, that ended up being the delivery. They didn't find out till the end. It was a bunch of lug nuts. And, like, they're all celebrating, like, yay, lug nuts. And <laughs> I, I've got the brain of a four-year-old. I was not uh, being facetious with your child. It's got the mind of a child. <laughs> that was creepy. Oh, uh, what's it from? I can't remember. I don't know. I can picture it, but I can't actually remember what it's from. I don't know, but I got some popsicles in my basement. You got some? <laughs> you 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 went for that, huh? I did. Hey, if you're gonna go creep, go full creep, baby. And full. I go full creep. Full creep. I mean, that that might be honking my own horn. I think right now I just got a semi semi creep. Just a sem. You you just have a semi right now. <laughs> that's correct. Are you, are you doing the show with a semi? Because that's kind of awkward too. You're always wondering what's bumping into the table when we're doing the show. Now, now you've get the behind the scenes. Everybody at home just thanking the good Lord above that this is not a video show. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to be part of this. It's it's fantastic. It really is. It's an enjoyable experience. So how much Futurama have you seen? Have you seen all of them? 150 times. Something like that. Right. <laughs> You're uh, so that, the the problem is is that unlike things like the uh, the Simpsons, even though they've been canceled and uncanceled, there's only so many episodes. Um, so I've seen them to a point where I could pretty much just recite the whole episode along with the episode. Um, but you know, every once in a while, I still sit down and watch through all of them again, make a little event out of it, if if you want to call it that. I could catch myself doing that with King of the Hill. Yeah, I, I love that show. Well, speaking of events, Ooh. let's talk about the cigar news. Oh, I, I'm sitting here going like, oh, man, that was a great segue. And it was into your segment, not mine, which your segment's not now. Right. So, in other words, I, and I missed your be- beautiful segment uh, or your segue. Listen, the, I don't know. It, things aren't firing the way they should. Hey, it's okay, man. Good news, everyone. Oh, my. What a segue. <laughs> what? It was so unexpected. For the cigar news. Everybody out there that's itching to know what's new in the cigar world, I got it for you right here. First of all, there's a new three-part diesel series. Did you read into this at all before uh, before the show started, Sam? Not really. Okay, well, then you might want to pay attention to this because this is the dope, one of the dopest gimmicks I've heard. This uh, three-part diesel series includes an interactive game. (laughs) Wait, what? An interactive game. Oh, okay. Part one should be reaching retailers on April Fool's Day. Every 10-count box includes a tarot card 
depicting the stubborn fool character. On the card is a QR code that, when activated, launches an interactive game which invites the player to compete the the stubborn uh, complete. I'm sorry, complete the stubborn fool's errand by solving a series of riddles. The cigar consists of a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, a Honduran binder, and a combination of Honduran and Nicaraguan fillers. So another brilliant idea out there to like you got to catch them all. You know what I mean? It's beanie babies and uh, Pokemon all over again. I feel like you and Ringo could get caught up in that kind of stuff. I'm just not. I don't. I don't care enough. Cha-ching. Yeah, we do need a button. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I don't collect thing. things. So like, okay, well, I got to solve the riddle or I can just wait and somebody's going to tell me what the riddle Google was. It. Like, yeah. Or so I much less it. fun. Like, yeah, I just don't have any urge to go. Like, what, what do I need? We've talked about your ability to not be satisfied and like, that would be a good test. Like, can you collect all three? And like, do you feel something at the end? If not, then yeah, no. we can confirm that Sam is in fact a robot. I can't get no. Speaking of April Fool's. <laughs> Asylum April Fool's 9x90 returns for 2022. So in case you were worried about the, them being out of stock whenever the yeah. April weather hits us, as it already is, um, you can do what I plan to do and buy one for my wife's uncle for his birthday and then sit and laugh and laugh and laugh at him while he smokes it for six hours. I got to find somebody to do that, too. <laughs> I thought you guys kind of already did that with the Woody. Yeah, but that, I, I don't know what that, the specs are on the Woody. I think more, it's more extreme than the April Fool, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hundred. Uh, it's twenty-two inches long, hundred ring gauge. It's a baseball bat. Yeah, it peanut was, butter jelly. It, it's a solid eight-hour stick. No, I'm getting peanut butter and jelly on this cigar all of a sudden. <laughs> peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at? There it is. Uh, I, I love that. Alec Bradley Fine and Rare have begun shipping to retailers. The Alec Bradley Fine and Rare is a series of annually released, produced in limited quantities that use 10 different tobaccos in the blend. That's a lot of tobacco. Yeah, that's significant. I feel like the salesman walks up and, like, pats the box. Like, you could fit so many tobaccos in this baby. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be amazed. (laughs) That brings me back to Futurama 2. It's just with the luxury edition. You get so much more eagle. (laughs) So... So my wife and I were buying her first car. Yeah. Uh, and she's looking around and I was like, the salesman is annoying. And she's like, yeah, you want to freak him out? It's like, yeah. She goes, okay, pop the trunk for a sec. So I pop the trunk and she goes, holy cow. She jumps in. She's like, how many of me do you think you could fit in here? I was like, I don't know. Six, eight. And she's like, oh, this is a good eight dead hooker trunk. I like this one. Salesman straight looked at her like she was out of her mind. I looked at her and I was like, I've never been more proud. We were still dating at the time. So it's like, I'm going to marry this woman. Every car we've gotten since then, she has done that. She is. That's awesome. And there's been a large quantity of every single one. She jumps in. She's like, how many dead hookers do you think we get in here? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you walk away and that salesman's like, no dog food for Victor tonight. Victor. For Victor. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Futurama segments. I don't know. Oh, dude, have you not seen that one? No. It's so good, dude. It's like a five-minute clip. We'll play it after the show's over. It's so good. <laughs> Part of your homework, Mike. Look it up. Yeah, no no dog food for Victor. Uh, so anyway, there's 10 different tobaccos in the blend with only a single pair of rollers making these cigars. Wow. Which concerns me because what I want to know is a pair of what? That could be good or bad. A pair of rollers. See how it says a pair of rollers. That's true. I'm picking up sweaty balls. Are you sure it wasn't just like... Hey, it could be in my head. Disdain. No. 
But well, like, what if one goes down with COVID? Like that that other one's gonna be like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, well, you just pulled garden detail. <laughs> uh, for all our junkies out there that like to chase the limited releases, you're in luck. I've got the complete list of the 2022 TAA exclusives. If you're unfamiliar, the Tobacconist Association of America has TAA exclusives that they come out with every year that are designated uh, to uh, raise money for the organization and help support brick and retail uh, locations where that's the only place they're available. Nice. Uh, so here we go. And I would assume potentially I didn't pay attention alphabetical order. Maybe. I don't know. And yeah, it looks guess that not. way. No, nah, it doesn't. It, it gets messed up. So we got the CLE Asylum 13, the Crown Heads Glossed Angel 22, uh, the Diesel Tempest TAA, E.P. Carrillo, TAA 2022. Why do these have TAA uh, in them? Not really original, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, maybe don't go with that <laughs> TAA for everyone. The Fierro Tego Timeless, TAA 2022. The Gurkha Collection Especial, uh, TAA Exclusive. Illusion, TAA 22. Uh, the Hoya de Nicaragua, Cuatro Cinco Edition, Americana. No, no TAA or 2022 in there. We Ooh, appreciate that, Hoya. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say that. And here we go back to it. The LaFleur Dominicana TAA, the Golden Salomon. That's your favorite cigar word, Salomon. I think. I think it is. I love it. I know you it's do. It's just fun to say. Not, it's like chlamydia. Fun to say, not to have. <laughs> I mean, it could be fun to have the Salomon, right? I, well, I, I enjoy them. All right. I was just trying to have you fun. You asked me. You asked me. To, you took me in a logic trail I couldn't follow, and you broke me, damn it. Tell me about the ta- the next ta <laughs> on the list. The La Palina ta. ta. Kill Bill TXX. I don't know what that one is, but at least it's different initials. Right. The Rocky Patel Ta, ta. Decade Habano. The Tatuaje Exclusive Ta, ta. 2022. Harmonize on this one. The Villager Ta, ta. Exclusive 2022. How was I supposed to? Like, you just readily, like, you went high. I went like, yeah. I, I think if you ask the audience, it was pretty well harmonized. That's it was good. perfect. It was good. And we were in the like same, same, uh, same note, different octave. That's the point, damn it. So, so here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read through the whole thing, but I'm only going to do the Ta's. Ready? Ta 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 ta. That's a lot of Ta ta's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying all the Ta ta's on this page. I, I've been known to enjoy a Ta ta or two on occasion. <laughs> It just 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 once in a while, and we're back to pairs, and we're children yet again. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a good well. pairing on this one, indeed. So you know, if you're interested in that sort of thing, get out to your brick and mortar locations, buy them up, show them your love, and uh, you could be like, "I've got all the tatas." So knowing nothing about any of these cigars, what are the two you would pick? Like just just going off the brand, basically. I could tell you who mine are, but. You go first. Mm. I got probably four of them. But like the, so if you had to pick two, because that was the question. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking while I narrow it down so there's okay. not silence. It's called radio professionalism. Trying to make it not be awkward. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with the crown heads. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to divert from you because you're going Tatuaje. Hey, I'm going to Laforda Minicana. You know what? I, I considered that because of the Salomon. But uh, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fanboy. I like no tat for you, no tat, tit for tat. No, it was. Yeah, never mind. Ta ta ta. Leaving that joke on the table, just like just push it to the side. He should have done the tattoo. The tattooahe. <laughs> That's so childish. I love it. And, and Pete, what happens? What's the with deal, the- bro? Tattoo is two tas, which is ta 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 ta, which means goodbye. 
And that's it for... No, I'm no. <laughs> And that means it's time to go. <laughs> Sam looked at me with the most genuine shock on his face of, but but there's still more. But We're not the, supposed the to be paper done. paper has more things on 55, it. 55, that's my limit, buddy. Yeah? Shutting her down. 55, 55? Well, not anymore. We got to keep going. We passed it. Just done. Just well, it's it only 55, 55 for like one second. Yeah, well, I mean... 55, 55, and I mean, there's tenths in there. You could really get into that. But, but I mean, you could like lay it out and we could do one hour, 55, 55. And that's or 55 hours and 55 minutes. But then the you're talking about the year. Two, yeah. yeah I don't feel like math. Anymore. That's too much. Anyways, what are we smoking no next week for you? Since we briefly discussed it already and it's on the paper. So I agree. <laughs> we discussed it. Before, like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I don't even, I, th- I'm this just is, lost now. You know what the hardest part of keeping track of this is? Is this is supposed to be last week's show, but last week there were two shows and only one of them aired. So the lost right. episode yeah, keeps messing with me because it's like, do did we have this conversation that they could hear? Or was this just imaginary to them because they didn't get it? It was. I, bu- it was, I believe we skipped over what next week's cigar is going to be. <laughs> I I think no 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 we never covered it but but at oh the that's same, right we I'm, never covered it on either I'm because just, we had, yeah, somebody had because forgotten the dad we didn't do this show mm. last week we did two shows and one of them aired and uh, yeah so we we refer to it as the uh, the last episode however I'm starting to think that we should change it and just roll with it in cigar culture and just call it the exclusive episode. The exclusive. It was, it was yeah, the, if you can find it, for the love of God, I'll pay well, no. anything for it. <laughs> I want it again. <laughs> just shut up and take my money. It's the Corey and Sam exclusive, exclusive show. Exclusive. Because o. only only a, we had the exclusive O show O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what formats it in? There were so many tatas. Ta 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 ta. <laughs> so what is next week's cigar? Well, apparently we decided. Next week's cigar, which is this week when we did it last week, but now last week is this week, so this week is next week, and the cigar will be the Blind Man's Puff. All right. I don't know which one, because we didn't decide that much. Yeah, that's going to be... <laughs> I don't even know which ones are available, uh, but we're going to get one of them. We are going to have it. We will advertise to the lovely, lovely people yes. on the Cigar Junkies Facebook group on Facebook. If you of send all me places, it's really convenient because, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like our where else our were we going for all of this? Be a little weird to have the Cigar Junkies Facebook group Awkward. on Twitter. Yeah, I could see how that would be a problem. I mean, I'm I, surprised yeah. nobody's come out with a dating version of Twitter yet and called it Twatter. You know what? I, I'm I'm sure it exists. Like it it would not surprise me at all. Uh, watch so, out, search history. <laughs> Here we go. And cue the wife questioning water. I can't believe it's not water. Spread. Um, <laughs> What's this? Cannon water? <laughs> I can't believe it's not water. Spread. Bantha spray. Twatter. That's what it was. Spray. Ooh, oh. It's water spray. That just sounds <laughs> bad. That sounds horrible. <laughs> what the hell did you put on? You smell like water. What was the other one? Better. Harry water. What was it? Better. Butter. Better. Butter. Uh, another bad commercial. Uh, oh, you had said something about, you know, this one and that one. It made me think of a movie reference. Got it, got it, need it, got it, got it, need it, got it, got it, got it, need it, need it, got it. Do you remember what movie that's from? Howie Mandel. I may not have seen it because what I think of when you say that is The Big Bang Theory every third episode when they're in the comic book store. Mm. 
It's uh, Little Monsters. Oh, I haven't watched that since I was real young. I, I tried to make my kids watch. The I other feel day. like they, they one. I I feel like I watched it once and it scared me because really? I was that young. Were you a Drop Dead Fred guy? Um, I it's also very vague. Like it was so many many moons ago. The imaginary friend. Yeah, I mean, I remember the premise. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think. Like those were in my terms of like references. They I wouldn't get any. I remember. I don't remember which one it is. One of the two. I think it was Drop Dead Fred. Somebody peed in somebody's apple juice. That was Little Monsters. Oh, see, I mixed them up. Yeah, yeah. The the bullies uh, apple juice. They they took care of his lunch quite well. There was a blue guy with a sword, right? Uh, he didn't have a sword, but oh. yeah. But that was High Mandel. He had the horns, and oh. yeah, that was the whole thing. Get him sunlight. The horns started to grow, and just was very painful. We really experience. do circle back to the same. Uh, famous actors and actresses and stuff all the time. Well, That's no right. We did discuss how he. But this was him. actually at uh, Cha-Ching, Ringo and Patty's St. Patty's Day party. Yeah, what double Patty. Oh, we were talking about uh, sitting at the table. That's <laughs> correct. Because if you know Cha-Ching, Cha-ching Ringo, Ringo, he looks like an adult-sized twelve-year-old boy. Okay, it sounds better when you say Bob. He looks like an adult-sized Bobby from Bobby's World. You see an adult size. Well, Bobby was like five, so like twelve. He's yeah, but I don't know. It just it, it felt more fun to say it that way. Yeah, and it, and more awkward at the same time. So I'm for it. You started into a Kermit for no reason. Like you only went halfway. You caught yourself and throttled back when I thought you were going to go into Bobby talk. I said Bobby's world, and that's all I said. You didn't say it like that. Hot, 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 Rewind. Uh, we're we're going to listen to it. <laughs> Battles, bro. <laughs> that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're going to get like 55 minutes and 55 seconds in and be like, ask her this. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here's my question to you. Go ahead. Do we have a participation trophy of the week in your humble opinion as the the purveyor, if you will, of the question of no, I'm going to say we don't this week. No. I think it was very equal uh, across all parties. Which means you all lose. Yep. So <laughs> I'm going to give it to just some random person. How about Corey? Oh. Corey. Well, if you're not first, you're last, damn it. That's right. I mean, I've been telling my kids that since they were born. My uh, wife doesn't like that statement. She's like, that's horrible. I'm dear like, Lord, baby Jesus. <laughs> if you could drive with a Jaguar in your car. Or, no, what was it? It wasn't a Jaguar. It was a mountain lion. That's right. Drop the black hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the participation trophy of the week is going to go to all of the new faces in the Facebook group out there. That's face squared. You square faces. Uh, we got. Uh, wait, wait, we did not agree on face squared, but uh, we don't have to agree on it. It entered my brain. It came out of my mouth. There was no filtration. That's how the shit works. Uh, yeah, but algebra. I'm not for it. I, I just, you know, like. Uh, now, you know what? It's fine. You do you. My random brain is going again. <laughs> it usually is. What? All right. Lead us down this path and then rope back to what you were going to talk about. Let's see if you could just catch it real quick. Mitch Hedberg. No. Oh, dude, I, and, I, and I guarantee you I've heard every joke from him. So I Club can't. sandwich. He's like, yeah, but I'm not. I like sandwiches so much. We should form a club. club. Okay. What will the rules be? Well, instead of cutting it twice, once we will cut it again and, <laughs> and instead make little of little triangles. Two pieces of bread, we will have three. Mm-hmm. 
How do you feel about little frilly toothpicks? I'm for them. <laughs> oh, buddy. That was the yeah. reference. <laughs> okay. I led you there. That's we got I, there. We got there. To say anything Mitch Hedberg, I am very Mitch aware Hedberg, of. Mitch One of the biggest glosses in comedy oh, history, God. bro. Yeah. Anyways. Genius. Shout out to the, the new listeners that are still listening on the Facebook group. We appreciate you guys joining in on the conversation. So here's to you, Jay Stanley, Justin White, Austin Wathen, Tanner Rose were the new members that joined up with us this week. And we're going to give a shout-out uh, to Derek Davidson Sr., Robert Averill, and Kirill Farovich uh, for joining uh, the group last week. We appreciate all of you guys coming in and uh, you know getting involved and, and just being out there. Yeah, welcome. Um, uh, this week I'll post a... Come, I come, we all... Wait, I don't think that's how it goes, but it's your brain. Use it how you want it. Uh, I'll post I something. choose not at all. I'm for it. <laughs> so I will post something this week. And hopefully you guys are all caught up and you will hear this before I post it. But post something welcoming you guys to the group, asking you guys how you heard about us. Just a little investigation and welcoming party. So, Yeah, and the coolest thing about uh, a lot of these new members is they seem to have no connection to any of the existing members, to Sam or myself. Uh, to anybody that we knew, any uh, of the Facebook groups that we're involved in, they just seem to have wandered aimlessly into our little brain trap. Well, uh, I think Hoover sent him over to us, and he's investigating us. That's why we got nothing. <laughs> got that Jay Edgar coming after us with all these guys with no associations. I got to write this down. Uh -oh. I got a new button. You got a new button? Mm-hmm. Oh, here he goes, pushing my buttons again. I gotta write it down. I feel like it's Tori or Tori's. Wow. Yeah. Apparently his name's Tori. Or at least it's not Cody. So I mean, there's that. At least I didn't. Call How about you Cody? Cody. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least I didn't call you Cody. Cody. Who would do that? Hey, Cody. I mean that. That's totally amazing. Now we're gonna go back to uh, your doppelganger Avenger. My doppelganger. Who's yours? You know. Oh, who did you say it was? America's ass. Oh yeah. You're listening to the voice of Sam, America's ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds different in that context, and I appreciate it. I like it very much. Uh, no, I, uh, I think what it's going to be is the button's going to be the, I understood that reference. I understood that reference. <laughs> hey, hey, I knew what that meant. <laughs> that, that's, that's a button that'll get burned out. Right? <laughs> hey, I actually got that one. Yeah, I feel like you need to point out more the references that I do get like on your movie references than the ones that I'm completely just with. Anyway, thanks for joining the group and yeah. thanks for listening to the reference junkies. Yeah, that's pretty much what we are. Mm -hmm. And I, and again, I'm for it. I like it. All right. Forum. So forum. I dude, I'm forum. I'm talking all things to go forum <laughs> and go see Dave. What if I just cut <laughs> cut Mitch Hedberg into our intro? Please do. For the <laughs> love of God, please do. A forum. A forum. <laughs> I'm for it. I'll form. <laughs> I feel like I hate when people say you may have seen me on Comedy Central. No, more likely you may have seen me at the store. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do not need a receipt. It is a donut. You give me the donut and I'll give you the money. There is no need to bring paper into the <laughs> transaction. <laughs> I cannot imagine a scenario where I would need to prove that I bought a donut. <laughs> we need to stop doing Mitch Hedberg's material because we're not doing it justice uh, at all. It's so good, though. Oh, my God. This show is really it's really sad how much we entertain ourselves on this show. But if if anybody out there listening is is 
I don't know if it's the alcohol as we proceed through the show. I don't, I don't drink that much during the show. I really don't. No, you, you, you don't. And, but it's just last week's show. You could hear that. I did. I think, well, that was the second show. <laughs> yeah. Six hours of drinking. <laughs> Sam was way more sober in yeah, the first one. Sober. <laughs> <laughs> he started out as captain America, but by the end of episode two, he was America's ass. <laughs> yeah. But I'm listening to the episode. And I'm just like, I got to hit stop. I understood that reference. <laughs> I I just had to stop listening to it because I'm like, I can't see myself. I can't see more. It's bad. No, I think it really has to do with we start the episode and we're kind of a little rigid going through the paces, hitting it off the script. And by the end, we're just enjoying ourselves and probably having too much fun. Yeah. And, it's really and, just uh, two guys hanging out in a garage. It's really nice. Oh, dude, yeah. that, that rum is really good. I forgot how good it was. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> my boy, hell, where you at? I wonder where he's from. I wonder where he hails from. Where the hell you think? <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on here. Mm. <laughs> you go to hell. <laughs> meow. Right, right meow. Go right meow. Go, go, go to hell meow. Listen to me meow. <laughs> For $20, I'll call him a chicken banger. I edited. Ooh, I edited. You. I, I, I caught it. It you. almost came. You should have let me step. That that would have been the perfect trap, because then I would have said it, and you could have said, "Oh, Dad, Dad. you could have told on me." <laughs> I'm calling Dad. Corey's swearing. He said bad words. You're going he, to the corner. All right, now I'm going to say, "Dad, he said the fuck word." <laughs> he said chicken fucker. <laughs> and all right, come to, on, meow. Back Let's to get child, back. child friendly. Let back the form Who wants now? a mustache ride? Let's get I back do, on topic, Meow. What is the topic? Cigars, I think. It started that way. Yeah. No, these are great. It, They're it, really good. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, no no shade to any of the other sticks that we've smoked. I think this is the, so far the, the stick I like the best that we've smoked. Better so. than the Roma Craft? Yeah. Really? Not better than the Vintage Selection, but I mean, we all knew. Yeah, that's your fanboy cigar. That makes but sense. But this close, right? Because Just because it's something different. I was actually this just going to really say, nice. like, I don't want to say that they're similar cigars, but they're, the profile and the way that they smoke is actually pretty close. Like, I don't the way know if you notice, I try not to verbalize my love of that cigar anymore because the more I give them that publicity and the more I draw other people into smoking it, the less of them there are for me. Yeah. But again, I'm for it. <laughs> for him. Yeah, but I, no, uh uh-uh. uh. It is a them. There's more than one. Yeah. It's not just one cigar. It fits. If it yeah. fits, it ships. That was just a U.S. mail commercial. Okay, I was like, <laughs> just random advertisements get caught I, up. I in was there. thinking it's more. It's a blow pop. I was thinking more the OJ. If the glove fits, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's log, it's log, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> From Blamo. <laughs> I got him again. I wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> okay, everybody at home, Sam's about your retro hail is from. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that it was that funny. It was that he gets me every single show. And then I started laughing, then realized what was happening, and then started laughing at the situation, not the joke. <laughs> he was like, I'm getting a little bit of blood oh. on the retro hail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would not be nice. I will say the LeBlanc is, like, uh, better than the daiquiri with it. It's really nice through the nose. Yeah. No, it's it's really good with this cigar. It's got that 
I don't even know what it is. I don't know what makes this so different. I don't remember. The nice thing is, after the show, Sam goes home and sleeps very well because his sinuses are cleared. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, this is the one night of the week I usually get like really good sleep. <laughs> Just exp- get, we're giving you all the energy, people. Oh, yeah, it all is the energy, all you guys, and all you have to do is send us thirty nine ninety five. Uh, in three easy payments. But wait, there's more. There's, I'm waiting for Corey to come up with it. So much more. You don't just get one ta, you get ta, two ta's. Ta. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even say it right. No, uh. no, you didn't. And that, my friends, is what this show is. In the nutshell, I set up my own joke. <laughs> Sam, jumps <laughs> Sam jumps in. It's on a tee. And yeah, yeah so. I do want to clarify because we brought up the drinking thing. We do drink. They, this is not alcohol-related humor, though. Like you said, you and I haven't really drank at all yet. You're halfway through a daiquiri, and <laughs> me more than you. Yeah, you're you're a daiquiri and a half. Yeah, but I'm usually you know double, triple, way more yeah. than that. Your speed on this, it's it's sad. He's only half in a daiquiri. L- like you said, I drink like you smoke cigars. That is accurate. Yeah, <laughs> which is why you had to go to the liquor store on the way here because. Your liquor cabinet is empty, much like my humidor. Yeah, well, I got, I got pockets the, aren't empty. Bro. I got the non-shareables though. That's actually kind of a cigar reference. The non-shareables? No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> Usually not. <laughs> so pockets aren't empty. I think it's because pockets aren't empty. Because too fast, too furious. He steals the drug dealer's uh, gold oh, cigar cutter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, I was trying to figure out how the heck that was a cigar reference. Listen. You know, that, that's what he stole. I'll bring it around, baby. Yeah. No, it was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. You put some rats on your stomach in a tin bowl and light it on fire. That was that was, that was was a creepy way of torture. That was really dark for that movie. I, I thought it was well played. That's a horrible way to mess with somebody. It is. Put a rat on your stomach, put a metal bowl over it, and take a blowtorch to the bowl so the rat has to try and claw his way out. He can't go towards the bowl. Or you could do, I mean, really, they're not being that creative. You could play right into the, I don't give a rat's ass, if you put the bucket on the other side. <laughs> kind of mid-drink, baby. Give, two for two. Give it a way to slide in there. Huh? Just give it an easy access point. Now you're getting me excited, Sam. Sorry, I didn't mean you gotta to. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. It was an accident. <laughs> Bumping into the table over here. I accidentally did it, I swear. <laughs> Grassy ass. Grassy ass. Oh, oh. Right. so what else we got? We have anything else to talk about? We got the events. We have events. We got events. Well, let's make an event out of telling the fine people at home where they can spend their free time and money. I think we can do that. So we've got. <laughs> I like the people at home are going, oh, Sam's looking for where on the page he's got to read it from. He's I like, wasn't that time. Him. I swear. I was just <laughs> trying to. It's time. No. Uh, so the scar crawl, we covered it the last two weeks. I'm not going to cover it in depth this week. Listen to the last episode or I will bring it up next week. But I Facebook, think, I think we're going to do that Facebook. every other week because it's in June. So, I mean, we're, we're still far enough away. And it's always safer than a beer crawl. Exactly. Well, no, this one, from what I understand, not going to be that much safer. Stop muting it. Give them the was, respect of I it. I think that was the last episode. Give them. Was no, it the last episode? it was episode? both. Was it? Yeah, I, you, you did it in both. At least I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> He's consistently an a-hole. 
Uh, anniversary party at Smoke in Bridgeville is Friday, April the 1st. So if you want to be an April's Fool, go see him. <laughs> I thought it was going to be bruise again. Get me every time. Smoking bruise. Man, gets me every time. Yeah, except we haven't even gotten to that one yet. You're reading ahead, and you're, you're already... I'm not reading anything. All right. So I said anniversary party at Smoke in Bridgeville. Smoking. Oh, Bro. Smoke in Bridgeville. Well, the, the one that we had that issue with last week was Smoke and Brunch is April 10th. Listen, I can misunderstand anything. <laughs> I can misinterpret whatever you got. <laughs> I can misunderstand you all day long. Uh, and then May 28th, uh, Leaning House is having a four-man scramble uh, golf outing. It's going to be at Rolling Green Golf Course on 136, right out of 70. It's going to be 300 per team. I don't have a mute button, so I just had to turn away and <laughs> give it to him. Let him hear it, Sam. Yeah, but no, yeah, but mine's not a vicious Homer Simpson belch. It's Barney Rubble, damn it. No, wait, that's it's Barney Gumble. Barney Gumble, yeah. Barney Gumble, yeah. Barney Fiverrumble. Anyways, they're gonna it's have all the Chinese auction, uh, half the take on that. Uh, winner takes $400, winning group takes $400. And some other miscellaneous. Uh, it is on the Facebook page. I watched Dave post it right before we started the show. So, yeah, check that out. Moral of the story is if your name is Barney on a show, you are not a respectable character. <laughs> I mean, think of a respectable Barney. I know. I like I, what was what was so off about Barney from the Flintstones? Barney Rubble. He was just yeah. like the he was an airhead. He wasn't smart. And Fred was? No. But so I'm sure there was a respectable Fred somewhere. What I'm saying is there's no respectable Barneys. There was nobody respectable in that like that show. Even the dinosaur. I mean, he was polite. But yeah, that's true. He got dissed on a lot. I love you. You love me. We're a junkie family. Wow. And there go all our listeners. And you can hear them go. Listen to it. That's the shot. <laughs> what are we at now? It might be. 117.45, or as I like to call it, the end. Yeah. No, not yet. Uh, try the LeBlanc. I want to hear your thoughts before you finish that cigar, which you already finished, so that doesn't actually work. <laughs> Remember, I smoke like you drink. Disagard. Hold on. I got a hand in his chalice. Oh, I'm helping. Whew, that's got a smell. Yeah, it's different. So... Introducing LeBlanc, natural cane, cachaca from Brazil. I, it took me a minute there. Natural cane, cachaca from Brazil. Fresh pressed cane juice, micro distilled in alambique copper pot stills at the Maison LeBlanc in Patos de Minas. Minas Gerais. I, yeah, there's too many words there that aren't in English. <laughs> rested, rested in vintage oak barrels from France. A lively, things. fruity nose with complex layers of flavor and an ultra-smooth finish. Drink neat with fruit juice in a... I'm not even going there. Or add Brazilian twist to any classic cocktail. You gotta love when Sam reads things I just, off of a bottle randomly or off a page yeah. randomly on the He's show. Like, I'm not ready And for just that. chooses to omit words. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm gonna read this thing off of paper. Nope, don't like that one. Don't like that one. Cape Four, don't like that one. Kids of all, don't Cape like Arena? that one. Is it a Cape Arena? Is hey, that a drink? Cape Arena. Hey. You said fruit through your nose. All I could think is uh, fruit. follow your nose. Follow your nose. Fruity pet. Or <laughs> so if, you'd, if you'd like to make a LeBlanc Cape Arena, muddle four lime wedges, two teaspoons of super fine sugar, super fine, in a rocks glass. 
Fill glass with ice and add 1.5 ounces of LeBlanc Kacha. Shake or stir well and garnish with a lime wedge. It's good that it doesn't taste like it smells. You understand that that's the recipe for a daiquiri. That's the, the, that's almost the exact recipe that I gave you for a daiquiri. Oh, okay. Model, yeah. It, it's just, so they're, they, you bastards are stealing Cuba's thunder. It's a daiquiri. It smells like Cuba's ass. It doesn't have the best nose on it. <laughs> it's really not. I don't know what kind of fruit they got down there that they're putting through their nose. It rested a little it much. It smells like that. Uh, the the coffee beans that you got to take out of the cat's crap first. Oh, what's it called? Kopi Loak. Kopi Loak. <laughs> Cat crap fever. Meow, meow. Oh, meow, meow, this meow. Smells so bad, bro. Yeah, but have you tried it yet, though? It, it tastes yeah. delicious. It's not bad, but goddamn, I just can't put my nose in there. <laughs> I, I just was, can't put my nose on what the problem is. I was a plumber for three years, and most of the stuff I dealt with smelled better than this. No, it's a very unique flavor. If you haven't had LeBlanc, I, I mean, I got it because I remembered it being unique. I didn't remember this. It but, uh, tastes really good. good. Smells bad. Yeah. Corey's recommendation, drink it through a snorkel. Or, or through a straw. I mean, that's probably a little easier. It doesn't sound like as much fun, though. Absolutely not. I just got to go into a But you didn't go to swimming college, pool so pool. You, you missed all the fun of drinking through snorkels. Why do you got to be derogatory, man? I wasn't. I was just stating a you factoid. You got to pick up the fact that I'm uneducated and you're pointing not out uneducated. They, listen, you they, go, can, dude. they can listen and tell that I'm uneducated. No, you're not uneducated. There's so many. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I like Elon Musk. Do you? We've talked about him before. Yeah. <laughs> because everything we talk about on this show is something we've talked about before. It's kind of our shtick. It's because we literally just talk the entire time <laughs> about things. We don't want to let them catch on because they could just listen to the same show over and over again. The only thing that changes is the events, and that's only like once every six weeks. I mean, that's not true. How many times that we mentioned Ringo? Ching changes, and I feel like it's going to be more and more frequent. Anyways. God damn it. I need the the retailers in this area to start getting busy with the events. Weather's changing. Right. It's warming up. Yeah. Give us some more events, guys. It's almost there. We're, we're, we're tired of talking about the same old stuff. Yeah. And then maybe we should start going to the events so we can talk about our time at the events. Yep. There's Barney. Listen, if I did it into the microphone... You know how much harder it would be to, to run the program <laughs> afterwards? Of, because of the volume? Yeah. No, so the reason I brought up Elon Musk... It would just be three seconds of dead air. I just wa I watched an interview with him where he's talking about his hiring process. and He doesn't care if you went to college. Can you do the job? Yeah, well, that's what matters. And I, I some of the dumbest people I know have the most degrees out of the, all the people I know. You really like that diary. I was finishing it, bro. <laughs> I ain't wasteful. No, um, I was listening to, I believe it was the Mike Rowe podcast, uh, and it was, guy was talking about interviewing for companies like Google and uh, te Tesla, stuff like that, and being out in Northern California, and he said it was kind of refreshing that in the interview, they asked him more about his hobbies and stuff than his, his education. They didn't care about his education, yeah. his work history. They were like, oh, we see that you're a welder, you do this or you do that, and it's like, what did you learn from doing that? Because they want to know, we've got programmers, we've got electricians, we've got, well, manufacturers, like we've got all these people that fit that stereotype. We want somebody that's going to come in and look at things from a different angle than these people. Will. Exactly. We don't want 50 people out of a cookie cutter. And that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we've discussed it, I think off, 
off the show, but like, I'm not really that big a fan about of like what all is taught in schools, like the standard curriculum. I think there should be more, you know, tax law taught to high school kids and basic taxes, like doing your taxes. That should be something you learn in school. And don't get me wrong, parents are responsible for a lot of that too. But some parents aren't worth a crap. And we also, some of us don't know how to do our taxes. Because <laughs> <laughs> our school concepts. never taught us, damn yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, basic <laughs> concepts of it. I mean, H&R Block and TurboTax, like, they're good tools, but they, they you should understand what you're doing. You know, things like that, uh, different money management stuff. I feel like education-wise, it'd be nice if that stuff was expanded. And I think I just saw that somewhere, I think Florida, they just signed in that, like, a lot of that's going to be, like, today, I think they About time the bill. Florida was in the news for a good reason. Right. Instead of, like, people eating each other's faces and crap. Wasn't that a segment on one of the radio shows? Here in Pittsburgh, I think they had like I haven't listened the, to the, the Florida man. Yeah, it yeah. sounds right. I mean, like pretty much every day, it's some disturbing yeah. news story about yeah. some dude a Florida in Florida, man. a Florida man, high on bath salts. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first reference came to my mind as well. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's rough times. You know, me and my cousin were talking the one time about interviews because he's bad on interviews, and I'm good. I always get the job I interview for. He is not as outspoken. He's very introverted. And um, so, like, he doesn't do well because he can't carry on the conversation. He gives short replies. Yeah. And it doesn't help that they ask you the stupidest question in an interview. Yeah, yeah. Think of the most useless question in your head, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to – I told him, I said, you should just – because he's been on hundreds of interviews, hardly ever gets the job. And it's like you should just start saying some off-the-wall stuff to stand out. Yeah, just you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just to catch them off guard. Like they might hire you just for that. So I want you to give me like the most typical useless question that they ask you every time. How many days off per year do you think is acceptable? All or how, how many days do you think it's okay to miss per month? All of them? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't think I've heard that one. That uh, is that, that a typical interview question that you've encountered? That's one that I had to ask. It was company policy I asked oh, that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I was thinking more along the line of like, what's your greatest weakness? Yeah. And I I'd be that. like, I'm a raging alcoholic. My, uh, <laughs> Just something terrible. So my favorite one is, what's your greatest weakness? Uh, I'm too honest. Well, how's that a weakness? Uh, uh, what is it? Yeah. None of your damn business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm too honest. How's that a weakness? None of your damn business. Well, that's not bad. You know, it just... Because that's really what it feels like. And from the guy on the other side of the desk doing the hiring, those questions suck to ask, too. Like, there's HR question, or like, check marks you have to have for the hiring process. And you it's have to always ask. those questions that it's like, it's like the Rorschach yeah. test. You know what I mean? It's like, not the answer, but more or less what the answer says about you. And it's like, they ask that question, what's your great, what's your biggest flaw? knowing that everybody knows you're supposed to turn that into a strength. So it's like, oh, what's your biggest biggest flaw? It's like, oh, I get too focused on things sometimes. And then, you know, they're, they're on the other end going, yeah, I bet that's, you know. Yeah, well, I, that's actually one of the ones that when I was interviewing for my previous job that I straight, I can't remember what I had answered it with, but I went like blatant, like, ah, this, like, F it. Like, just threw out something ridiculous. And it is part of why I got the job because it's exactly we that. We spent like 20 minutes on this and we were just dying. It was like, yeah. uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Working for someone else. Right. <laughs> Have fun with it, bro. <laughs> like, just try to burn yourself down and just see. Because you never know. They would be like, oh, like, it'd be like uh, office space. He's like, oh, we see you've been missing a bunch of work lately. He's like, I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't miss it at all. Uh, I, I just, I hated hiring people because it's like, okay, take this half hour session with a human being and judge whether or not their character is okay. And the HR guy that's in the room or the whoever that's like the officiant of it all, he's sitting there going, well, he made this, this, and this check mark. I'm like, yeah, but the guy doesn't know how to do the job. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's a great candidate. Maybe you shouldn't even be in this room right now. Like, if we were trying to hire an HR guy, you should be able to let me know whether or not he's a good candidate. But other than that, you need to just stop. Don't worry about that. Not only that, but the whole interview process is a scam, right? Like, because everybody comes in in their best clothes and they look nice and presentable and, like, have the right answers to the question. And then they come in for work the next week and they got their false teeth out and they're right. smoking meth behind the building right. before they start. And then they just go hide in a corner because they're all worthless pieces of crap. But because you know how to answer questions properly during an interview does not mean that you're necessarily going to be a good worker. It means you may have been interrogated by the police a lot of times. Right. Or, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? You, you're teaching the HR guys like, okay, this, this, and this is what you need to look for in an interview. Don't tell them that. Don't. Let them figure out their questions so they can feel out the people in their industry because if you give them standards of what they're looking for, someone's going to write down what those standards are and publish them and tell people, this is what they're looking for when you answer. Make your answer this. And guess what? Easy. If you'd like an exciting opportunity in the executive world of cigars, apply to the Cigar Junkies by giving us your most ridiculous oh, ass interview please. question answers on our Facebook. Preferably that, that ones you've be, been like, That you've should be heard. the question of the day tomorrow. Yeah. That, that, I think that's the one. Yeah. Like, let's turn up the, turn up the humor. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I really want somebody to ask a question other than you or me this week. Like, I feel like that's... that's I want somebody to ask a question. Like, like I just... I'm <clears> hoping <throat> to, like, start getting the, you know, the the liveliness kicked up a bit. Come to life, people. Yeah. To Bring me to life. You're supposed to do the, wake me up. No, I'm not doing that. You do not disgrace Amy Lee like that. We're not friends anymore. Oh, uh, well, you respect the Amy Lee. I don't know. We're somewhere respect? in the back. No, I, I, that is a goddess among human beings. She's, she's that pretty That woman's amazing. voice is fantastic. And she's pretty, too. Hmm. <laughs> Different conversation. <laughs> on that note, on that note, please be sure to join us next week when we smoke one of the blind man puff. We don't know which one. Maybe we're blind. We'll figure it out. And you can, too, if you get on the Facebook group and smoke along with us. Salud, brother. Salud.